Welcome to the Big Jesus Podcast, a ministry of Crossroad Community Church in Scranton, Kansas. The Big Jesus Podcast seeks to encourage followers of Christ to live out the biblical truth found in John 3.30, that Jesus must become greater. Welcome back. This is the Big Jesus Podcast. My name is Denver Ramsey, and here with me once again today is Don Heron. Brother, how are you doing today? Doing well. How are you this morning, Denver? I am also doing well. Um, we're a couple of days late on the recording, but that's okay. We're going to push this episode out to the folks as quickly as possible. Um, is there anything you'd like to just update people on or share with someone? Yeah, just, uh, we live in a real world with uh, real time, and we don't always get things uh Accomplish when we hope. I don't know if anybody out there has those same experiences, but yeah. thank you for the grace of uh, allowing us to be a little bit late with this podcast. We hope it will encourage you to think great and glorious thoughts of Jesus and uh, his kingdom, which is what we're going to talk about today, the kingdom of God. Yeah, yeah. Um, we were discussing before we, we jumped on record here, uh, the kingdom of God and that whole topic or theme can be difficult sometimes. It's It's... It's big. It's big. It's invisible. It's invisible. Invisible yeah. at the same time, right? So it's hard to, yeah. It's kind and of when, abstract. When you read the words of Jesus on the kingdom of God, um, it can get a little confusing as well. Well, let's yeah. just start with Jesus is the King of the Kingdom, right? I mean, Jesus is the King of the Kingdom of God, and uh, that is uh, clear over and over through the teachings of both the Old and New Testament. He is mm-hmm. the descendant of King David, and will sit and rule on this eternal throne. And so Jesus is the king of the kingdom. Uh, what ought to be strange for all of us is that he's invited us to be part of that kingdom. And right. he's, he's made entrance possible into mm-hmm. his kingdom. Yeah. And so in a time of, in the first century, when Jesus lived, where there were kings and kingdoms, there were nation states, uh, the Roman Empire, uh, to be sure, was a, an oppressive, uh, controlling, powerful kingdom at the time of Christ Jesus, he invites and teaches that he is a king of a kingdom, um, the kingdom of God, and that entrance into it is through faith and repentance. Yeah. Uh, this changing of mind about who he is and who we are. So you were kind of stating how this kingdom-type language would been a been would have been much more familiar to those who were hearing Jesus speak yeah, than it and, might be and, today. Yeah, I mean, and today. So kind of cast we're not, some... We're not completely out of tune with it. I right. mean, out of step. We, we're citizens of a of a nation and those right. kinds of things. Yeah. We're entrant citizens of a kingdom, of a nation. So and you were kind of thinking... Political, of governmental themes. Where, where Jesus's rule and, and reign covers that would be his kingdom yeah this is the this is the idea of a kingdom that there is a ruling reigning authority over uh, over the kingdom and so um yeah let, let me just jump into luke 13 and we'll kind of hear that kind of yeah. language so luke 13 Jesus talks about uh, he's teaching here about helping people see what is the kingdom of god yeah so luke 13 for those who who don't worship with us on sunday mornings was a from don's sermon uh this past sunday and he's going to we're going to kind of talk about that as we approach the kingdom of God. And he's going to share a little bit on his sermon, and he's going to jump in here in Luke 13, kingdom of God stuff. Luke thirteen eighteen says, Then Jesus asked, What is the kingdom of God like? What shall I compare it to? It is like a mustard seed, which a man took and planted in his garden. It grew and became a tree, and the birds perched in its branches. 
Again, he asked, what shall I compare the kingdom of God to? It is like yeast that a woman took and mixed into about 60 pounds of flour until it worked all through the dough. You know so what's, you know what's kingdom, funny? Yeah, go ahead. Everything we just said about kingdom, rulers, reigners, authorities, laws, none of that was in there. Yeah, it's it, it is and it isn't. Right. You know, right? It is and it is isn't because what um, what the expectation is when we talk about a kingdom, we're like, all right, they must have a military, they must have a, a system of government, they must have some uh, economic engine that's providing for the you know, right? Whether it's taxes or commerce or industry or imports and exports, and and you know, they must have some kind of uh, great great cultural. Uh, pride uh, you know that they're producing the arts and music so all these things you know this massive powerful display of a kingdom and jesus says no it's it's like a mustard seed it's something different and, and so this past sunday you focused a lot on the idea that this mustard seed is a very small object it's uh you know we, it's the smallest of seeds so he, i mean he didn't say it was like a um, avocado seed you know right. or it's like a peach pit no i mean it's like the smallest of seeds that they would have known and had, you know, access to. Right. And it was purposeful. Um, but yeah, this this small seed, this is the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. Something small, and I th- just to focus on the first part of this parable, the, the something small is uh, taken and placed in the ground, and then it's kind of forgotten about maybe. Or right. Time has to pass, but the, the power is not in the planner. Uh, the power is not in the place where it's planted, but the the power is in is in God, and that God has put in this tiny seed all the genetic information <laughs> needed to produce a ten to twelve foot bush plant tree where birds could come and fly and land. Mm-hmm. And so it's a it's a small thing that turns into something big through the power of God. Over time, that would be the case. Yeah, I mean it's not it's not an overnight process. But there's definitely change, and it starts as something and becomes something else. And mm-hmm. uh, there's a little mystery in this because we're not sure exactly what Jesus is talking about. But yeah, I mean, if I were to apply it to like the gospel and what Jesus has done for me, I start at one place in my relationship with God, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm growing and becoming something that I would not have been otherwise. And so there's this slow growth process. Um, uh, of, of God's power and ruling, reigning kingdom in my life. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I think there's that for sure. And the kingdom of God is uh, bigger than me, to yeah. be sure, to yeah. be certain, <laughs> to be sure. And so it is that um, that process of seeing something present and evident that maybe you didn't see it at first because it seemingly was so insignificant. Right. That's um, That's pretty telling when we're talking about God. Yeah, you know the creator, the sustainer of the universe, uh, and so we would think his his kingdom is ought to be oppressive, and it is. But Jesus pulls it down, and he changes our way of thinking because, as we were saying earlier, it's an upside down kingdom. Right. Uh, the first or last, the last or first. Um, the things that are seen are t- are temporary. The things that are unseen, they're eternal. There's, so there's this. Uh, Flipping of our thinking and the right. great and grand, glorious, marvelous, awesome kingdom of God is described 
not as this huge uh, example, but Jesus compares it to a very, very small thing. Yeah. Uh, and you kind of used, uh, you said um, flipping our thinking uh, as we talked about the upside down kingdom. And you use this uh, parable to kind of encourage um, some folks that might have uh, this thought of their insignificance or yeah, that's, their... that's a thought I, I was just having after the sermon. I have a lot of my best thoughts about sometimes <laughs> after the fact, but I was thinking of the significance of being seemingly insignificant. Right. So like, uh, let's just say for today, somebody listening, um, they are, uh, rocking a baby, um, reading a Bible story to their kids before they went to bed. Um, there's a dad who's maybe taking some time away from his work and studies to invest in his kid's life or to have a, have lunch with a friend who's maybe really struggling with something. All of the all of the things, those little things that maybe we see as insignificant, we don't know the great uh, mm. way that God is going to use those and uh, repurpose them mm-hmm. and through his power, uh, cause them to be seen as something great, but it takes time, and maybe it's a little later. But the kingdom of God starts with just um, little things, um, and with God becomes something great. Yeah. I so yeah, I would just I, just do the encouragement part. Anybody who seeing sees themselves as insignificant, they have an insignificant ministry, a small ministry. Nobody really notices or sees me ministry. What am I doing here uh, in this time of my life? And God's pleased to use those things faithfully uh, use somebody faithfully uses those things insignificant people do it in a way in which would be surprising uh, as uh, a a world watches yeah insignificant people or you know insignificant positions in the world all these sorts of things the least of these yeah Uh, which brings me to the next part of the parable I said Sunday of the yeast (laughs) because uh, the discussion goes to yeast yeah which is again a really small uh, really small granules um that are the leaven right. that's, that that comes up against an overwhelming amount of dough, yeah. a, a really flour to make dough. Mm-hmm. So the the sixty pounds of flour um, up against this these tea, teaspoons of of yeast, right? And we would take wheat versus or wheat flour versus yeast. The wheat's gonna win. Right. It's, it's too much. It's overwhelming. But what happens? The yeast uh, finds its way uh, through the flour and infiltrates, really. Right. And then you get this change. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it's not flour anymore. Uh, the, the yeast does its work and turns the, the flour into dough yeah. as, the, as it begins to rise. And so, yeah, these pictures that God gives us, that Jesus has given us about the kingdom, it kind of takes us back to where we, our theme for the Big Jesus podcast, uh, John the Baptist had a great, growing, thriving, we could say, ministry in the eyes of the world. The world was would tell him he's starting to become significant. His he's starting to become a big deal. Caught up in right. John's ministry, uh, when John has a uh, this, he, he has the connection to Jesus, and uh, he, he knows his purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, he must increase. Yeah, I must decrease. So Jesus must become greater. We must become less. And this is fitting as we consider our ministries and uh, the things that we do every day, small though they may be, uh, can be used in a mighty and powerful way by our God. And this is his kingdom. Yeah. John was almost, you know, John was almost saying like, if I become less significant, you know, then this thing can grow into what it's supposed to be. I can die. Yeah. That's that's where John goes. The Apostle Paul 
um, when I'm weak, then I'm strong. Right. Uh, he he he's uh, he celebrates the weaknesses that he has because it's then that God's strength shows up in his life. Mm-hmm. And um, so anybody out there maybe feel a little weak uh, today, maybe discouraged by the present uh, state of affairs in the kingdom of America, right? Yeah. I mean, we see all this moral decay, so much political upheaval, the instability of our democratic uh, processes and these really these foundational pillars of American society slowly eroding. And it's, it's so discouraging to so many. But yet we go to the word of God and we see King Jesus telling us, Hey, the kingdom of God. Yeah, let's. It's, it's a mustard seed. Let's it's pause yeast. there and apply these two pictures we're seeing to that current state of affairs. We want to, or people, some people want to scream from the mountaintops, elect the right leaders, yell at the right people, tweet the right things. And instead, Jesus might say something hey, it might just be going to your neighbor and having a small conversation about, hey, do you know Jesus? Or just these. You know, yeah, how me, you pass someone in the grocery king, store. Let yeah. me tell you about a king of a kingdom, mm-hmm. yeah, right? Let me tell you about a mustard seed and a man who planted a seed that became something great. Right. Um, this is, um, it, it's, it should sound strange to our world because our world is, um, is blinded by fame and popularity and right. power. Uh, so it should sound strange to hear um, a king of another kingdom speak of a must, mustard seeds and yeast, mm-hmm. but this is the this is the wonderful, uh, refreshing quality of uh, of Christ's words to us. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have to be all that, you know. I don't have to be the the hero of every story. I can uh, I can submit my life to mm-hmm. Jesus and parenting, and in working with my coworkers, and in my time uh, spent out in the public sector, I can do it in a humble, uh, quiet, uh, maybe unassuming way that isn't grabbing all the latest headlines or all the, you know, I, don't have, I don't have to have 50 Facebook posts about what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, we can just do and live in him to make much of him. And uh, that's how his kingdom grows. That's yeah. how his kingdom thrives. And that's how his kingdom uh, expands. On the on the good news of what, who Jesus is, his you, life, death, and resurrection. You said the the word submission in there while while you're talking, and I've been kind of having this idea of like small steps of obedience. Um, and then as we think about kingdom, um, we're we're placing ourselves under someone's uh, ruling and reigning. It's so definitely in, yeah. in this situation, uh, it's King Jesus. We're taking small steps of obedience. Um, to his kingdom and then through God's power, through his grace, they become really big, great, amazing things. Yeah, there's a there's a it's an older song, older praise chorus called Lord Reign in Me. Hmm. Yeah, but it, it just sets up, you know, Lord, you're the you're the Lord of, of all the earth, you know, over every creature, every star, every sky, every over everything. And then the the chorus is like well well then I know those things are true, Lord. Now reign in me. Reign mm-hmm. in my heart over all my dreams, all my desires. Reign in me again. And that is that is the the power and the wonder of the kingdom of God, that he would reign, that he would reign in me, mm-hmm. uh, that that uh, my, my thoughts, desires, affections, all my loves and passions, my my pursuits, all the, the time that I invest, that I can place them underneath uh, 
what Jesus' will for me is in those things. And then he can direct them, and I can please him. And in pleasing him, listen, he knows exactly what's best for us. And then we find this great fulfillment and satisfaction and allowing all those things to line up under and in line with his will for us. And, of course, that's why we need the word of God to make sure that he isn't, he isn't silent on the things that are going on in our life. And right. so a kingdom reminder um, of, the, of how good he is and how we ought to line ourselves up with him as king in this mustard seed kingdom. Right. Um, it's just a, it, it can be a powerful thing for us to to consider. Yeah, and so again, we're kind of looking at these uh, verses found in the parable from Jesus found in Luke chapter thirteen, and how we see these small things uh, becoming big things. And I and I shared with Don before again before we jumped on record, uh, they did a book study a few years back in our church um, on a book written by Rosario Butterfield uh, titled "The Gospel Comes with a House Key," and she was sharing about how it wasn't this great moment or conversation that this woman had with this married Christian couple uh, that changed her beliefs or changed her thinking, but it was a lot of small moments over and over again that God, through his power, turned to an, into a great thing. And that's kind of what we're seeing here in these these pictures, these images. And Do you want to jump in on that? Yeah, no, I, just, I, I think you're right. Um it's the the gospel, this good news message about the kingdom mm-hmm. um, that, that can be entered into through Jesus Christ and what he is, the provision he's made for us uh, that we can be in this kingdom through his, the life he lived for his, our righteousness, the death he died for our forgiveness and to satisfy God's justice. And then the, the resurrection, which gives us the hope um, of his victory that he shares with us um, so that we might have the hope of eternal life. The reliance and trusting in that then uh, must uh, it must resonate and be lived out in a life. Mm. And so then as we live that out in our lives, having been born again by God's Spirit, then um, then these these little these daily moments, I mean our lives are really made up of these little moments right. And so then these moments of um, of gospel life begin to spread out into the world. This is what the gospel has done. The gospel itself uh, really started in one place at one moment in time, but then it's begun to spread so that the kingdom of God really has, in a sense, spread around the world and throughout the world. Uh, There's much more spreading to do and much more work to be done so that the gospel is communicated and shared to every people, nation, tribe, and tongue. Yeah, we've kind of been... But that's kind of, yeah. And so then it shows up in, it shows up at your kitchen table. Right. Yeah, We've been zooming in a lot yeah. and giving those ideas of kitchen tables and rocking babies and singing songs in the car and all these sorts of things. But then uh, there's when you zoom out, there's some truth to that. The kingdom of God started with a few people in a very specific location, and it has infiltrated the whole world. Yeah, just to go back to some of the things I said in the sermon, I mean, come on, Jesus. I mean, two fish. Yeah, uh, five loaves. I mean, right. that's how that's how we're gonna feed all these people. Mm-hmm. Um, I got I got some shiny smooth stones. That's how I'm gonna bring down the giant. Right. Um, there's only uh, eleven of us now. We're gonna this, we're gonna take a these message, eleven right. a message and and uh, turn the world upside down. But it's exactly what has happened. The global enterprise of uh, of making disciples through sharing the resurrected Christ. In um, 
bus stops and coffee shops and pulpits in churches mm-hmm. and um, FCA huddles and yeah. you know the the shared life of Christ with others. This is the the mustard seed yeah. yeast uh, infiltrating the, uh, God that we we serve, and He's He's shown again and again His pleasure in doing mighty things through the small and the weak. Yeah. Okay. That's a. I think that's enough from us for right now. You're staring down at your notes there. Give me some scriptural encouragement connections for the kingdom of God stuff that you shared with us on Sunday and would like to share again. Some scriptures that you got there in your notes or anything that's jumping out to you right now. You have a lot of cross references, but I, I didn't so much in this one. Uh-oh. Um, yeast, yeast typically in the scriptures is seen as kind of a negative mm. thing. Um so but yeast, I think it was a helpful picture to those people to understand. They yeah. knew what, how yeast functioned. They knew how it worked. They knew what right. it did. Um, I, I, will, I will maybe just will pull on Jesus' description of a faith okay. and um, the amount of faith it takes. Because again, the application of this is man, even though even though I know God wants to use this, do I, I don't know if I can still. Mm. So Luke seventeen three, um, Jesus is uh, giving a warning and uh, uh, to the people, and he, here's what he says. Uh, so watch yourselves. If your brother or sister sins against you, rebuke them. And if they repent, forgive them. If they sin against you seven times in a day and seven times come back to you saying, I repent, you must forgive them. The apostle said to the Lord, increase our ability to forgive. But they, he didn't, they, didn't, no, they didn't say that. They, they knew exactly what he was talking about. They said, increase our faith, mm. which I think is really an interesting response. So Jesus is talking to them about a real-world struggle. Right. Man, forgiving somebody who's done, yeah. done you wrong. I mean, they have treated you wrong. They've taken something. They've, they've wronged you in some way. And Jesus says, hey, listen, it's again and again and again. And they say, well, I don't know if we have the faith right. in you. Mm. To, to know that we don't have the faith in ourselves, the faith in you to do this. And Jesus' response to their just being overwhelmed, they say, he says to them, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it will obey you. And we need to be careful. Like Some <laughs> people talk about faith. Well, you have enough faith, you can move mountains. You can take right. this tree and plant it in water. And it'll float. I mean, it, it's not the miraculous supernatural thing. Man, the miraculous supernatural thing that's going on here is a little bit of faith. The mustard seed size faith, you can forgive mm. your neighbor who's wronged you and maybe wronged you again and again. Maybe you can forgive that family member uh, who's wronged you again and again. Um, and it's that it's that faith you have in the God who's forgiven you. And so because he's loved you and forgiven you, then you can extend that love and forgiveness to another um, because you have a king uh, yeah. uh, who's... Uh, who's called you to uh, follow him and serve him and enter into this kingdom and uh, forgiveness is uh, what he calls us to. Yeah, you want to talk about a lot of small interactions becoming a really big and beautiful thing, consistent, steady forgiveness. Yeah, that is, just think about, think about you know, how, the, how important that is in your parenting or right. how important that is um, in, a, in a marriage that can be restored, you know, mm-hmm. and so the kingdom of God, you know, Let's say it's a huge, let's say there's a huge issue. Uh, it's it's a really huge issue in this family. But then, one person makes one decision to forget, forgive another person. 
And that one act, uh, that one mustard seed act with mustard seed faith begins to create uh, an environment of forgiveness that maybe never existed before. And there's testimonies and stories of God doing these very things in people's lives. Right. Um, and so at the end of the day, then what do we do? Oh, we fixed our marriage? No, praise Jesus. He saved us. He restored mm-hmm. us. He He taught us and called us. Uh, and uh, it was our mustard seed faith that he used to 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 rescue and restore our broken relationships mm-hmm. in, our, in our family. I mean, those are the stories that, uh, you know, yeah. are... are or why our our Jesus is so big. Yeah. I think I'm going to paint one more older century kingdom picture that I think might be helpful. Uh, Looking at how Jesus's kingdom grew versus how the kingdoms of his day grew. Uh, The kingdom of his day grew through power, authority, oppression, armies, yeah. Versus this kingdom that started with this man through gentleness. With this, with this baby. With yeah, with his baby. So let's just go with where you're going. King Herod, I mean the gospel writers right. tell us, Matthew tells us really quickly, early on, King Herod, he's like caught way off guard when the Magi show up. Right. And his authority, his power is threatened. Mm. And so he goes off to seek and kill and he sends troops and they go and they slaughter. Uh, the baby's two years and younger. So yeah. So Jesus, then, how does he express his authority by by holding on to that and and right. slaughtering others and winning no. a victory that way? No, he goes to the cross and dies. Yeah. And um, he gives his life. He doesn't take life to maintain power, but he gives his life to show his power. And of course, um, with the resurrection, that power is on display. Yeah, you know, I'm just thinking about his life and how it was this. Slow yeah, going, such a contrast, infiltrating, right? just bringing people in slowly yet surely and growing and growing into this big, beautiful thing that we get to be a part of today and share with others. And it's a wonderful yeah, it's thing. It's a 2,000 year endeavor at this point. Right. Right. And uh, it's a really big mustard tree. The kingdom tree. of God continues to march on. Mm-hmm. You know, his truth is marching on. That's march, not marching on the way that some would uh, see it or hope for it. We, we've got to continually go back to the Word of God. Yeah, like I don't know that some people like the idea of, of uh, yeah. Christianity being a mustard seed kingdom, but the Jews certainly didn't. Yeah, right. It you was know? Uh, it was it was hard for them to see the conquering King right. coming as a baby and dying on a cross. Mm. But uh, that's what that's what he did because the kingdom. His kingdom is not of this world. Right. It's out of this world. And <laughs> we'll be glad. Uh, we'll be glad for that. Mm-hmm. So true. Okay. I don't know that we gave the perfect definition of God's kingdom, but I hope that listeners may have been encouraged to think about those small moments in their lives and how God can use those to grow it into something great, to be part of his kingdom, how his Kingdom is these small things growing into something great and beautiful. Um, yeah, if you're following Jesus as as Lord, as King, then uh, just keep following him. Yeah. Follow his word. Um, learn what he's teaching. Um, seek to obey him. Yeah. Uh, to find uh, to find delight and satisfaction and joy in following him because he will bless you. Yeah. And um, and just keep on keeping on. It it won't be easy. Um, Many times it can be very difficult, but there is um, there is a tree 
that is growing. Yeah. Um, and um, God's going to be, God will honor your mustard seed faithfulness. That word that's been coming up consistently for us, intentional. Uh, be intentional with those small, little, tiny moments because God's yeah, going to God's going to do was, something yeah, with them. Just to go back to the parable, uh, a man planted the yeah. seed. He was an intentional. He was intentionally planted it, and he planted it in a particular place in his garden, and then it grew. Yeah. And so, yeah, we want to be intentional about the way that we uh, live and the we're planting our seeds. Yeah. yeah. All right. Anything else for you? No, just um, man, just uh, good things to think about. Uh, these aren't these parables aren't always uh, so obvious on their surface, right? And uh, there's a lot of people who have tried to apply a lot of meanings to mm-hmm. these things. We tried to just scratch, uh, just to hear Jesus say what he said, mm-hmm. and uh, not apply uh, <laughs> the Gentile birds coming into the tree and these kinds of things. Uh, but just to hear um, that the kingdom of God is small, yeah. And but grows. It grows and, through God's uh, power, and it's dependent upon God Himself for right. the growth. And I Amen. think that would be why I would just leave everyone with: um, don't feel like you have to have it in yourself, because um, the one who made the seed has the power. Mm. Amen. And He'll cause the growth. Amen. Thank you. Um, we didn't hit this at the top, so I'm going to hit it now. But hope you guys were encouraged today. As always, you can reach at, out to us at big jesus podcast at gmail.com you can send us a note there of encouragement or if you know us personally don't be afraid to send a text or a phone call or a facebook message and say hey thanks for the the podcast it really encouraged us or if you got some critiques we're willing to take those as well yeah i kind of like it now at the end i think it it seems to be a better place for everything oh you like it at the end maybe now they have a reason to critique or oh there you go okay (laughs) now that you got your thoughts fire them fire them over to us we'd love to hear from you and um to his glory Glory. Let me pray for our people just real quick. We don't often do that, but let me just offer a prayer for our folks. Yeah. God in heaven, um, yours is the kingdom, the power, the glory forever and ever. And we are humbled and uh, rejoice that you have included us and made a way for us to be in your kingdom. And so may we be found as faithful kingdom citizens, um, dependent upon you, uh, growing in you, trusting in you with the minutes and hours and days of the lives that you've given us and uh, may Jesus become greater as we, uh, as we follow him and uh, show him to this world. Um, We ask these things now in his wonderful and great name. Amen. Amen. Thanks brother. Thank you brother. Hallelujah. Jesus is my